0: a parent, or run a client-focused business. Coaching skills benefit everyone and anyone who wants to communicate in a way that builds relationships. Fall in love with your life and business again. Click the link in the show notes for your invitation to join us right now. Then come back and enjoy this episode. It's hump day. Today is step three of the Communicate to Build Relationships five-day challenge if you haven't listened to step two of course go back and do that first because remember this is a process and you want to go in order in order to yield the best results again i'm jen and this challenge is about building relationships through more meaningful and productive interactions and after what you learned today and the rest of the week I want you to imagine breaking free from the trap that makes you feel helpless or unworthy to be able to share your thoughts and ideas. How will it feel knowing when you talk to someone, you can be true to yourself and comfortable in your own skin without being afraid that you've crossed a line? What will that mean for you for your business to be able to communicate your message in such a way that it connects with your ideal client and it will empower them? And what will it mean for your life at home to be able to connect with your partner and kids in such a way that they feel loved by you? Now, in step two, I told you the three things that we humans do that accidentally frustrate others. And your task for step two was to decide what you believe your default subconscious pace style is when you're solving a problem. Now, did you do that? Now remember, every time you participate, you get another entry into the drawing. Now if you're playing catch up, just go back and do the challenge tasks for each step, and that way you'll get your name into the drawing for each step. So at this point, that would be three. And you know what, I might even do a bonus entry for everyone who does all five steps by the end of the challenge, because I'm not beneath bribing you if it means you're gonna go through the whole thing and do it in order. And I'm only saying that because I know that I created this challenge for each step to work together. And I want you to see the big win here because you committed to this challenge because you need what I'm offering. And I know what I'm offering in this challenge is either going to be all you need, Or it's going to help you decide if you want to continue working with me to ultimately get what you need, being able to fill in those gaps that really customize this process to your individual needs and your special circumstances of your home and business life. So let's go ahead and move on to the meat and potatoes for today. Now that you are more aware of your pay style, today I'm going to talk about one of the simplest ways to communicate to differing pay styles. Now, when I taught in the classroom, I stood in front of over a dozen children with varying pace styles, and every morning, I asked my students, do you notice anything different today? And some of my fast-paced kids would talk out of turn, immediately point out a new poster or a rearranging of the chairs, or one day, I brought in this giant box of packing peanuts, and they're like going off on tangents of, what are we going to do today with all those packing peanuts? And some of my slow-paced kids would look around and just observe quietly. And maybe they would relay their answers or maybe they didn't participate at all. Or there was this one child one day. She came up to me at lunchtime and said, I know what's different today, Mrs. Higgins. You got a haircut. Now talk about deliberate participation. My own family doesn't know when I've gotten a haircut. Even when I announce, hey, I'm going to go get my haircut. Now when it comes to learning, I could approach each child one-on-one to teach them a new concept according to their pace style. So when I'm talking to a fast paced person, I'm likely gonna get cut off and I'm gonna feel unheard. But if you're trying to talk with a slow paced person, you'll likely be waiting a little bit longer for acknowledgement if you get one at all. But in a classroom, that would not be a very good use of my time or energy. So when I'm teaching in a group, How do I know they will hear me? Now, teachers probably already know this, but in order for me to connect with each student in a group setting, the simplest tactic to use is repetition. Repetition slows down the fast paced and it speeds up the slow paced and puts the classroom on an even playing ground. So the likelihood that they heard me has increased. Now, if you're speaking to an adult, repetition might feel a little infantile, <laughs> but there are variations of this tactic that you can use for different personalities that will feel more organically you. And that's a topic I cover in Get Connected for Leaders and Business Owners. Speaking of, tomorrow in your email, you're going to have that special invitation that I promised you as, as a challenge registrant because Thursday there will be a special deadline that you don't want to miss. So be looking for that email. Now, repeating yourself is a good habit to develop regardless of your personality. As someone who started out with, if I've said it once, I've said it a thousand times attitude, this has been one of the best mind shifts that I've had, not only in my parenting, but also in my business. And I've had to learn to do it without sounding annoyed or exasperated in between the iterations, but to simply and matter-of-factly and cheerfully just repeat myself. Now, by repeating yourself, you are, number one, putting out a consistent message out to others. And this puts people at ease whether they agree with the message or not. And number two, it's also self-validating, which is really the only validation we can control. And if I'm being frank, the only validation that consistently works. Think of the research behind self-affirmations and mantras and why they work, like, I'm good enough, I'm smart enough, and doggone it, people like me, or my favorite from The Help. You is smart, you is kind, you is important. Because guess what? You are. And no matter how many times other people tell you that, your voice is always louder. And the third point I want to make is when you feel validated, this frees yourself up to take the focus off of yourself. And that way you can serve others from your overflow because now you're no longer seeking validation from them. So today's task is really simple. I just want you to practice repeating yourself out loud. I don't want you to paraphrase, but just simply matter-of-factly and cheerfully (laughs) repeat yourself out loud. You might find that you're repeating yourself out loud three to five times in a sitting before the message gets through to the other person. But stay the course and practice it. It might feel awkward at first, which is why it needs to be practiced. And if you aren't ready for practicing with people yet, maybe practice on your dog or pick out a mantra or affirmation that you can tell yourself while you're looking in the mirror. It doesn't have to be complicated. It doesn't have to be complicated. It doesn't have to be complicated. Then post it in the group or send me an email or DM me, let me know that you did it for your drawing entry. So today we talked about the simplest tactic to use to overcome communicating with people with different pace styles is repetition. But what if they just flat out aren't paying attention to you? Well, tomorrow I'm gonna tell you the tactic that you can use to get their undivided attention so you know that they're listening to you. But for now, practice repeating yourself out loud throughout the day and let me know in the Facebook group, in an email or DM that you've done it. And I'll see you tomorrow.